it's very troubling, you know, it, it's, it's very hurtful to see what happens to children, particularly in cases of abuse. And this kind of thing goes on unabated. You know, we're hearing of some such cases. You know, everyone's got to play a role, particularly the communities. I know there's lots of parents, they can't afford the aftercare. It's mm-hmm. quite expensive and daycare. I think uh, religious and uh, uh, facilities, there's many halls, schools uh, uh, after, uh, can be used to create an aftercare. At the same time, they, we uh, can create jobs. There should be a tax deduction system. Rather than the money going to the government and it's being misused, those entrepreneurs and businessmen who contribute, like you get a deduction for medical aid, deduction for retirement, now give a nice deduction for businessmen and people who contribute to the upliftment of abused children and give a certificate to say, right, I contributed so much. Over six to 7,000 people at this memorial service of our book, baby Shahila Phoenix. Yeah. A lot of people spoke that we would support it, we would not allow it. We will come together and make sure this does not happen. Yes. But the commitment that was made that day to the family and to get justice for Shahil was only carried out by two to three people. My personal perception is the economic and social structure of the country yeah. has you know, compelled the parents to go out to work. Government's looking to having courts so they can speed up things in this country. Let's start our discussion now and we'll say hello again to Shanaz Gabru from the Child Welfare Durban and District. Every one of those callers raised very pertinent issues. Yeah. And uh, I, I have to talk about the Children's Act here, which is the custodians of the of the Children's Act of the Department of Social Development. And uh, it's a pity they're not here. Absolutely. But it very clearly highlights the processes that are supposed to happen before abuse is identified, before it's brought to court. All the role players that will be involved, yeah. child protection Could you units. Could through that very briefly from the first step? Okay, well, it would have to be uh, documented and the Department of Social Development now has made us duty bound to report all matters of abuse because they're supposed to be, I'm saying supposed, to be a database of yeah. abuse. Mm. When a matter is reported, mm. social workers get involved, police get involved, the matter goes to court, um, they're supposed to be counselling for the child. When it eventually gets to court, you see, you see the other thing is victims are not protected. So you get a child that's going into court that's got to face the perpetrator and has got to give evidence. So children shy away from that as well. Mm. Each court has supposed to have a, um, a room where children give evidence in camera it doesn't happen mm. it's supposed to be a probation officer attached yeah. to the child so if if the state puts the resources that are yeah. needed to yeah. implement this children act children's yeah. act effectively yeah. it would be the fight against abuse would be so much great. easier how then do you as an activist try and alert you know the authorities the criminal justice system to establish these units well on a, on a level of child welfare mm. what we do is we educate, educate, educate. And there are yeah. lots of meetings that we attend where they say, you know, uh, court meetings, regional court meetings, Commissioner of Child Welfare meetings, Department of Justice meetings, where we, we bring everything to the table. You know, mm. we have minutes and we have uh, uh, proposals and documents that we have prepared on yeah. why we think that we're failing the children. You know, as Child Welfare and District, we can do so much. But once we hand over to, to justice, we... We fail sometimes, the children, because we yeah. can only do so much. Is the community that involved in each other's well-being? 
from your observation? No, not not as much as they should be. And often the people that alert us to the abuse are the educators. Mm. The educators who notice that the child is acting strangely, um, that the child might be uh, coming with um, signs of physical abuse. So more often than not, it's the educators that actually raise the warning bells.